go. Oh. And we're on. Technical difficulties. <laughs> but you know what? We're just going to fly with it. Welcome to the second episode of Sip and Share. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Jen Carlson from Hi. Surroundings. Say hello to <laughs> hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, Surroundings as a store. I think I want to put a little bit of emphasis on, you know, the core part of their store, that being uh, cigars, but also the there's a lot of other things that they provide in their store that I think is really cool, and I'm really looking forward to Jen speaking to that today. Um, one of the things I really didn't touch on a whole lot in the last episode was the sip part of Sip and Share. Um, Jen, I would say that you're kind of new to the wine. Yeah, I was a non-drinker, basically. I drink like twice a year for three years until James opened his yeah, store. Yeah, got her hooked. <laughs> so... Uh, it went, yeah, to once a week, and now it's like, hey, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Wine Tuesday, why not, right? Um, uh, one of the wines that Jen has really, really taken a liking to is our Plungerhead Cabernet uh, Sauvignon. She's also really into the Plungerhead Zinfandel. Why don't you just tell everybody really quick why you picked this wine initially? I think it's pretty... Well, because I wore a plunger on my head during a 4th of July parade in Manistee. <laughs> my um, boyfriend is a plumber, and he um, was in the parade for about five consecutive years. The last year he did it, um, we went out with a bang. My daughter uh, rode a tricycle with a toilet um, behind her, and <laughs> he and my son um, had his scooter with his uh, running sink, and then I had a plunger on my head. <laughs> so I, I totally feel that man on that cover and I saw it and I go hey I've had a plunger on my head I gotta drink this wine and actually ended up being a really awesome wine I, I keep going back to it I told Meredith it was something that um, I dream about <laughs> I'm like well, oh <laughs> yeah you know it's got really good flavor so the cool thing about wine is that it's always evolving, your palate's always changing. It was surprising to me for somebody that doesn't drink wine would pick something so full-bodied. Um, Plungerhead comes from the Lodi uh, area of California. It's a really robust, I think, uh, juicy red wine. So it was surprising to me that you enjoyed it as much as you did, but that speaks to the, to the you know, well, your palate. Well, your palate, yeah. I'm, I'm a black coffee drinker. I like stronger cigars, stuff like that. So it just all depends on, on that. So I'm sure, you know. Yeah, I'm sure that has something to do with it. So today, <laughs> uh, tonight, after work, we are going to try this Cabernet Sauvignon from southern France called Bellefonte. Um, I have not tried this, so full disclosure, it's not even for sale in the store. So Jen and I are going to take a sip and see if we like it. Uh, comes with a screw cap. I know there is uh, there's still a bunch of people out there that aren't really fans of the screw cap, but you know, and I guess I'm kind of one of them. I do like the romance of uncorking a bottle, but this does keep the wine fresher longer. Um, this is a relatively inexpensive Cabernet, uh, probably somewhere in the 12 to $15 retail price point. But again, it's not on the shelf, so we're gonna try it today. We're gonna see if we like it. Jen says she's going to be honest about it, uh, and I will too. So. And honestly, I like the screw caps. Being someone that's a novice in wine and stuff, um, I fight with the cork. <laughs> There's been times I pushed it in, and I know that's sure. bad. So, uh, cheers to that. Sure. Let's, let's take a sip and see. That's good. It's not as flavorful as the plunger head. It's definitely not as flavorful. It's very light in its flavor. It, um, it's not too dry. It's almost sweet. Um, 
I would hope that this wine falls in the more like $10 to $12 retail. I think that if I was to put this on the shelf, that I would hope that it would be in that range. And this would be a wine that would be more like a, um, you know, pizza, uh, light spaghetti kind of um, go-to. Would you agree? And it, yeah, and it hits the front of your mouth. I've noticed some wines kind of hit the back, you know, right. and so this one hits the front. I kind of like that. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to check the price point. Hopefully it's low. I'd put this in the uh, It's $80. Lower <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice if it was $8. I mean, I, I would definitely keep it at home for that price. But um, I think for the show, for the purpose, it's a decent bottle of wine. Belafonte, Cabernet Sauvignon. I think I'll pick it up uh, as long as I can retail it for under $15. So cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Okay, so let's talk about surroundings a little bit. Well, first, why don't, why don't you give us a little background on yourself? You're from Manistee. Yes. Graduated from Manistee High School. Yes, 2003. 2003. I've been working at surroundings since I was 12 years old. My I don't know uncle, if that's legal, but... <laughs> Back then, that was 23 years ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, um, I was bagging cigars. I couldn't ring them up. That was illegal. Um, and I was bagging um, pipe tobacco. So I was able to do that. My aunt and uncle owned it first, um, and they were really good about getting me involved in things and part of their store. I was on and off since I was 12, um, and I even had jobs. Like I moved back um, from Tennessee in 2007, and I was still on and off with surroundings. And just this year, I decided to go all in, and the plan is for me to take over the story eventually. So. Oh, that was going to be one of my questions. That's yep. fantastic. Well, before we touch on that, let's go back just a little bit. You said your aunt and uncle owned the store. Mm -hmm. When did your parents, Oscar and Karen, they take over ownership? Over 13 years ago. 13 years ago, June 15th. So um, they just celebrated their 13th uh, anniversary this June. It's fantastic. Yeah. So so basically the, the succession plan is for you to take over the store, mm -hmm. which yep. I think is Things awesome. Things are kind of already going in place. So. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, I, th I think that is absolutely fantastic, uh, keeping the store uh, and, and also having the second generation you know, oh, keep it yeah. running because you've built relationships with not only vendors but with customers and locals alike. Which is one of my favorite things about the store, <laughs> all the relationships that we've established. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Let's, let's talk briefly about uh, the cigar industry okay. in general. Um, you know, like where my business, I'm not really afraid that the government is going to come in and say, nobody can drink alcohol anymore. Oh, What's yeah. like prohibition. But I'm assuming, or I would assume, that there is a, an intense amount of government oversight in the tobacco industry, mostly for cigarettes. But how does that translate into cigars and government warnings and and the, the stigma around cigars and, and the health. Okay, right now cigars are grouped in the same category as cigarettes, which they are completely different. They, it takes like five to some, you know, plus years to make a cigar. They're fermented differently. There's a whole, they should be separated. So the laws are kind of grouped into that. Um, we constantly are having new things happen to us. Last August, we stopped carrying pipe tobacco because another new law with the FDA, which was nationwide, came into play and you had to fill out this huge manufacturing license and all that. We had uh, police officers come in um, and we found out that the federal and the state laws conflict with the pipe tobacco situation. Um, one law states that the consumer is not allowed to touch the pipe, the pipe tobacco. And the other one law is that I, the retailer, is not allowed to touch the pipe tobacco. 
So, it's no kind of tobacco. funny. Yeah, so we just stopped with the pipe tobacco. Um, they also like to tax our cigars. Right now it's at a 50 cent cap, but it could go up. In the past years, it was all the way up to 62%. So, um, wow. yeah, I, California, I believe, is 112%. So they're very high priced there. So a lot of it you're paying with, uh, with the tax. Um, we get our invoices checked at least once to two times a year to making sure that we're paying the tobacco tax. If we don't, then anything that wasn't paid, they will destroy, which has happened not to us, but other places in Michigan. Um, we have rules like we are not to be placed within a thousand feet of a church or a school. Um, we cannot advertise with a church or a school. Um, we cannot donate to a church or a school. <laughs> so simple. <laughs> Can't do any of that stuff. Um, in our back room, a while back, um, a law had passed that cigars and pipes cannot be smoked in our back room together. So I'm not sure what kind of funny things happen when they are smoked together. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know that was banned a while back. Um, so there's always there's always new things that are happening. Every January we have to fill out this huge form to have our smoking exemption in the back room. Um, make sure that we have the right filtration and all that stuff and we have to take you know very detailed pictures and notes on all that So yeah, like you said someone could come in and just say nope our landlord who come in and say I don't want I want the sweet tobacco free zone and kick us out um, So yeah, it's difficult <laughs> Wow, we brought up the back room the smoking room, mm -hmm. which I'm a huge fan of by the way um, <laughs> Betsy's not quite that much of a fan of me smelling like cigar smoke, but well, I'm yeah. working on her a little bit. Um, for years, for years, um, I never went into the smoke room. Um, if I was to buy some cigars to go golfing. I'm not a cigar smoker, although um, I do appreciate a good cigar when I, when I get one. Uh, in fact, the last smoke night that I went to, um, Damien got mm -hmm. me a cigar, which was phenomenal. That was one of my favorite cigars, too, yeah. What, what kind of cigar was it? That was the Nat Sherman Habano. Yeah. That I mean, one. it was just a really good cigar. Yeah. Uh, but this is what's cool about talking to somebody who's an expert in their field. Uh, you get to learn a few things. So um, come down to surroundings and get educated. But to speak to that back room, like I said, I never went down there. I always thought it was like a private club thing. Oh. I'd see people in there smoking or, um, you know, watching TV and, and enjoying some kind of camaraderie. But I always thought that that was like kind of like a private club thing. Um, Maybe you could enlighten some of our uh, some of the viewers that are watching this and what exactly the smoke room is all about. Smoke room is open for everyone. We have a sign back there that says "Enter as strangers, leave as friends," and that literally is how we want the tone to be. Um, you walk back there if you're new. We've had a lot of um, fresh 18-year-olds coming in, and they're all nervous to go back there. They go back, and the man that's you know 70 years old that's been coming to our store for the past 20 years is like, "Hey, how are you?" Asking questions, very friendly. Nobody is ever going to judge if you're a novice. They're never going to, you know, there's, they love sharing information back there and everybody, it's just, it's a group. I mean, it turned into somebody that's, you know, where it's regulars, but we get a lot of new people too. And I, the same thing, we get a lot of people going, oh, is that a private club? Do I need to pay $5 and stuff? No, no fees, no membership. Nine to seven, we're open. You can go back there and smoke anytime. Um, we have smoke nights every first and third Wednesday of the, which means, from five until nine, you get 10% off, and it's just a group. If you want to go and have conversation, you can be guaranteed that when you um, when you go. So. And I dig it. And when I went in there for the first time and sat down and enjoyed that cigar, it was a lot of fun. There was all kinds of different people in there. The conversations mm -hmm. going are all around. We're all 
it was it was a super good time you should definitely check that out and enjoy it so next time you want a cigar go enjoy it in the smoke room it's a real good time um, maybe touch on a little bit what else you do in the store because I think a lot of people assume that you just sell cigars and you don't have anything else in there and let me tell you it's a treasure trove of all kinds <laughs> of things your mom has accumulated a very eclectic you know grouping of items to sell at retail so maybe speak to that a little bit. sure when we first started we were actually a candle factory we brought in cigars two years after we opened so um, that's where the candles came from we have all boutique candles all of them are tested for lead wicks any nasty chemicals they're free of we I've called the companies personally every time something comes up on Facebook of hey this chemical in a candle blah 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 I call none of ours contain anything like that um, my mom brought in some Mona B some bags some jewelry. We have incense. We've had incense for the 23 years we've been open. We haven't changed the price on our incense in 23 years. Look at that. No inflation yeah. on incense. No. Um, we have glass pipes. We brought those in in 2011. Um, we have DNR tobacco, which is cigarette tobacco with no chemicals. Um, roll your own. You can basically get it for a dollar a pack, and it's like as good as American Spirit. Actually, some of the um, tobacco is grown in some of the fields that American Spirit was grown in. So yeah, it's really inexpensive. And actually, I don't, I got you something from Surroundings. Not sure why I thought of you when I saw this. <laughs> but, cheers. That is fantastic. <laughs> it's a wine bag. So it's a wine bag. If you and Betsy ever go on like a picnic or if you need to bring a bottle home. You need a day off. You have a little purse for your wine. You need wine. a day off to go on a picnic, but yeah. yeah. This is fantastic. I love this. They have all kinds of stuff like this down at the store. You also have those little six-pack carriers that are made out of the same material. Yes, it's all um, military uh, tent material. So it's actually um, waterproof. It's very tough material. The company, um, they are really good about like if there's a damage to it because they stand by the toughness of it. They, um, they'll go good at it and replace your product if it damaged. Yeah, so. That's fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's awesome. So let's go back to the beginning a little sure. bit. You said that it uh, looks like you're going to be taking over uh, eventually, eventually at some yeah. point. I'm sure Oscar and Karen are looking towards retirement soon. Um, are you nervous at all about running a business on your own? I'm not because they have been grooming me for this. You know, that my mom has been always open about how the business is run. She's giving me, oh, hey, this is how I run this, this is where this is. Um, and when I do take over the plan is they'll work for me for a while. So it's not like they're just gonna be like, hey, here's a store, you know, they're gonna they're gonna walk me through it, they're gonna still be there. So yeah, so yep. it's been really good. I think that's super exciting. I think it's fantastic that you're gonna keep it running. Uh, 13 years for, for you guys being in business, longer than that, 20 plus years with the whole family. So uh, a strong footing in Manistee. We want to keep that store up and running for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And you guys need to support them. Um, I think they're fantastic. They're not just a cigar shop. Like Jen said, they have all kinds of other things that are for sale in the store. Um, and if you've never been in that back room, you should definitely go and check it out. Um, so what we're going to do now is oh, we're the five questions. Five questions and I'm fun. hoping that none of these repeat from the last episode. But if they do, we'll just skip them. So. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't have to have any. Yeah. 
I mean, outside of just learning what Jen does and kind of a little bit of who she is and, and surroundings of the store, the reason why we do these questions is it kind of uh, sheds a little light on who they are as a, as a person. I think some of them are pretty interesting. Obviously, some of them are quite funny, but I want to put a face to the business. And Jen is the face of surroundings going into the future, so it's important that everybody gets to know her. Are you ready for the five I'm random questions? Ready. Yes, I was right. excited about this. <laughs> All right, let's see here. <laughs> yeah, that's just general knowledge, I guess. Well, if you had a superpower, Jen, what would it be and why? Oh, man. I would love to fly only because I want to be able, because then I can go see my brother in New Jersey and stuff like that, you know? just. But I'm afraid of heights. I'm not really sure how well that would work. <laughs> I wouldn't work that well if you're afraid of heights. No. But you could always get in a plane. I know, but that costs money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I have those flying dreams, though, and those are fun. Flying dreams yeah. are fun. So maybe I would like it. It's yeah. The falling ones that aren't. Oh, yeah. Question number two What is the most ridiculous fact you know? Oh, the ridiculous fact I know. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Um, mine from the Snapple caps. Oh. Um, I forgot about the Snapple caps. Um, oh, sure. The, I don't know if this is the most ridiculous fact that I know, but um, we recently got a prey mantis this past weekend, so I did some reading up on them. And um, they, they really are, I used to love those things. They were really creepy. Um, they, they will eat their own. <laughs> I think the female eats the head of the male. Yeah, it? but yeah. like if they're, you know, just walking on the paths, they'll look at each other and they'll just eat the other one. That one weirded me out. It's not the most ridiculous fact, but That's what popped in my mind. Yeah, uh, I knew there was a lot of weird stuff to them, but <laughs> hey, I'm just going to eat my friend here. <laughs> I suppose if you're hungry and yeah. you're eating mantis. What is the weirdest thing you've ever seen in somebody else's home? You don't have to say who the person is. I saw a life-size jack-in-the-box just sitting in the corner. It was probably almost as big as your stage, just randomly in an apartment. A big apartment. Amongst other things. Nope, it's downtown Manistee here. <laughs> when we're done, I'm going to go find out where this is. Check it out. How do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? I love it. You really? Oh, yeah. That's one of our favorites is the ham and the pineapple. I'm a big fan of pineapple on pizza. I think that there's... It's not necessarily split down the middle 50-50. Yeah. I think you either are all in or you're not. I think it's more like 80-20. And you know, one of my favorite toppings that they don't offer anywhere in town here, Big Al's, anchovies. It is, I had it once on a pizza and it's amazing. Is it? Yeah, it is. I, well, so. they're not, they're, they're <laughs> packed full of salt, so I'm sure they'd last you forever. You don't need much and it just, it tastes good, but I like olives and stuff, so. So you like that briny. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So. Get Sorry. some anchovies as an option. If you were an animal, what would you be and why? Oh my goodness. Um, I'd be a cat in a nice home because they can just lay around and sleep whenever they want. I, when I had my cat, I'd come home and be like, I wish I could be you. I'd be like, okay, I can sleep over here and then get up. I think I'm gonna sleep over here today. <laughs> People feed you. You don't really have to do much kind of own the night. You do, and like you're in control of the household. Our cat was honest, in so much control of our house. I don't trust cats. No? I don't. I think cats are, 
They're secretly doing evil things. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I don't doubt that, but yeah, I think a cat. Otherwise, you get out in the wild and there's a little too much. There's predator prey stuff going on. And <laughs> well, uh, I think that was a great introduction to, to Jen Carlson. And for those of you who don't know her, now you do. And for those of you that haven't been to surroundings, you need to go down there and check it out. Whether you smoke cigars or not, it's a fantastic store to go into and check out. Lots of cool items outside of Stogie's. Um, I think I learned a little bit today and I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we'll leave it at that today. Thank you, Jen. Yeah, thank you. All right. Have a great day. Cheers, everybody. It's not shutting off. <laughs> That's okay. We'll